0: Business Class is brought to you by the Tourism Academy, harnessing the power of science, business psychology, and adult education to advance the tourism industry and build sustainable economies. Learn how to engage your community, win over stakeholders,
1: and get more visitors at tourismacademy.org.
0: Steve Ekstrom here, host of the Business Class Podcast, and today's guest is somebody I've known for quite a long time and through quite a few uh, travel adventures, Mr. Bud Geisler, president of Group Collect.
2: Bud, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Stephen. I appreciate you having me.
1: So, buddy, I got to ask, when you think of me, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Hustle. Okay. Oh, you mean a
0: story. <laughs> not what i do in my spare time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, it doesn't have to be a story. Um I there's a number of things. Number one comes the hustle. You are you are one of the hardest working individuals i've met in my professional career. Um you're very creative. You're always up for the adventure uh of finding a new way to do business. And i think that's very exciting. But i also think of uh of meeting uh face to face for maybe the fifth or sixth time in a train station in New York City. And I didn't have a ticket and you talked me on to one of the trains. So um, I will never forget that experience either.
0: I will never forget seeing you sweat bullets when the conductor came up to us. When I think of you, one of the things that comes to mind is community. The word community comes to mind in that anybody who's met Buddy Geisler, is a member of that community and they all share um, an an admiration for you and appreciation for you and and your humor and kindness and generosity and sincerity. Um, But also there is a way of making people feel welcome, whether you've never met them before, you only saw their face on a sign in the post office or, uh, you know. You've known them for 15 years.
2: Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. If somebody's new to the
0: business, new to working in tourism or destinations or travel, you know, what advice would you give them if they want to have that same sort of personal brand?
2: Hmm. Get involved. You know, um, The word community is important. It is a community. It's a small world. It's a large industry, but it's a small world. So, getting yourself involved as a volunteer or getting onto committees at trade shows or with organizations is an extremely important way to build, to begin to build your brand because you learn from industry veterans. And they can they can teach you lessons that you're not going to get in a six minute appointment on a trade floor or you're not going to get in a, in a sales call because it's not it's not the opportunity to share those um, the, the those uh, the growth impact that um, the one-on-one volunteer time could have with somebody.
0: Tell me about a time when you learned a valuable lesson um, over the last you know fifteen, 20 years working in tourism and, and tourism development. And what that lesson was
2: when i was uh when i was president of the student youth travel association um i was uh, at an appointment and i was meeting with a um a convention and visitors bureau representative and um i was a tour operator at the time and i said i'll never do i, I don't do any business out your way and i don't know why we're having this appointment I left that trade show, and well, there's two lessons here, but one, I left that trade show, and I got home, and I, I at the time, I traveled with a, a local school for the deaf that decided they wanted to go to the West Coast, and I needed somebody to build an itinerary for me for 10 days in California, Arizona, and Nevada, and I had that contact as a result of that meeting. So it changed my perspective on why I was meeting with people. I wasn't necessarily meeting with them because I was going to do business with them, but they became an advocate for the industry alongside of me. So we were working together to build each other's business and network in case we ever need anybody, in case we ever need a product, in case we ever need a solution. And so it really flipped the model in my mind of why we have meetings in a professional setting we may not do business together right now but someday i'm going to you're going to have something that i need or that you i'll have something that you need the other lesson that i learned uh working with the convention and visitors bureau was the importance of of tracking the data on their behalf you know if we want to if we want to continue to have our cvbs and dmos uh, support Our industry, we need to help as a as a travel provider, we need to help supply them with the information that they need to be successful. So we need to make sure we're keeping communication over. It's just not for, you know, a basket of crackers when you get to the hotel. It's the ability for um, for you to be able to share the data on how many room nights you spent and the different attractions that you uh, that you visited when you were there. So the next time I went to a trade show, I carried with me those statistics. Which um, so those were those were important lessons because you know you think it's all about I'm going to get that business out the door, and that's not necessarily that's not necessarily the end game.
1: Why is it important to you to be a leader? And if you didn't know by
2: now, you are one. Oh. <laughs> Don't you need fo- Don't you need people to like follow you to, to be that? So, I mean, I I got a microphone in my car uh, so that I can point out sights when I'm driving down the road. But my kids and wife have ignored me for 15 years of doing that. But is it the Mister Microphone that we all had? It weird? is Mister Microphone. Yeah, yes. I love that commercial. Um, so so leadership is is something that. Um, you know, I, I grew up, I grew up in a, uh, a small town in Southwestern Pennsylvania and I played three sports and I wasn't the best athlete. Um, but my coaches helped develop the skills that I had that made me unique. And so I feel a responsibility to help identify, um, that unique skill in different people and help encourage it and help develop it. So, Somebody may hate the sales process, but they may be extremely competent on you know, designing spreadsheets and analytics. And so helping, to under, helping people to understand that the skills that they bring to the table are different than mine and that they're different than other people. And how do we encourage you to display those skills, to highlight those skills, and to use those skills for both your personal growth, your business growth, and the industry growth? So that's why I think leadership's important.
1: Who is someone you look up to?
2: Personal or industry? Yes. Okay. So um, so I had, uh, I had a coach in, in, in middle school as a basketball coach. And, um, you know, as a 52-year-old white male, Um, growing up in the town I grew up in, I was the only one that looked like me on a middle school basketball team. And um, my coach was an African-American as well. And um, one of the things that he did for me was every day I came out of that locker room and he asked me if I was okay. And I knew what it meant. And I knew that I looked different than everybody else. But that has translated into a desire for me to be inclusive and how I live my life to run a business that is sensitive to diversity and inclusivity, because this guy could, I was, I was horrible too, Steve. And it wasn't like he was being nice to me because I was the best. You're not great now on that. No, exactly. I mean, I was chubby then and I couldn't run, jump or dribble. But what he said to me was, buddy, you're always in the right place. I can put you on the court because I know you're going to be in the right spot and you're going to do what I ask you to do. And it was a, it was, it stuck with me because I felt, I felt nervous. I was scared. I was the only one that, that looked like I did. And so, you know, that's a, I don't take that lightly. And I don't say that lightly because people are dealing with that every day. Um, as they wake up and as they go to work or as they go on vacation or as they tour, you know, we we and, and, and we point each other out because of our uniqueness and we need to uphold one another for our uniqueness. And that that lesson I learned in seventh grade. So um, my seventh grade middle school basketball coach uh, was somebody that that I will always respect for the way he treated me. And it really built the structure for how I see um, the world right now. Um, in the industry, you know, I, I feel like there are a, a couple folks that that I could point to. But I think that Brian Cole, who is the president of Super Holiday Tours, is somebody that um, I can He he just, he's kind. He's inclusive but he's everywhere. He shows up. He talks to people. Uh, he's in the band. Um, I, I feel like, I feel like the community piece, um, that he is able to build and he doesn't pontificate when he stands up and has something to say. It's something kind about what's going on around him. It's something that upholds the other people in the room, and I, I feel like that. That's I feel like that's a piece of uh, of of what we're missing in our society. Is um, you know, I I've got to be right all the time, and I have to be better than you. And sure, I'm competitive, right? Like we're all competitive, but at the same time, there are ways for us to uphold one another in the work that we do. So I, I would say that I would say that I when he walks in a room, I smile.
1: Tell me about a time when somebody did something kind for you um i i
2: I was with a travel insurance company uh during covid uh, <laughs> so i had a lot of i had a lot of people as we all did um that were angry um and hurt. And I picked up the phone every time it rang. And at the end of COVID, and not not all the messages I delivered were good, right? Like some of them were not good and some of them were good. And we were all doing our best. But at the end of that, um, I had an account that said to me that I was water on their fires every time they called me. And that made me feel really, really good. Uh, because it wasn't a statement on what I did for them with processing of claims or how I handled their accounts. But when they reached out to have a conversation about me, they felt, they felt better about themselves and the situation at the end of that call. And that that really made me feel good because it was, you know, as you as we all know, it was an exhausting experience for all of us in different ways.
0: You know, I, I will extend to you a, another compliment um, and echoing what you just said, and that there are a handful of people that I can think of when every time I talk to them, I feel like I'm a better person afterwards. And you are one of those people.
2: Oh, um, well, oh, thank you. Thank you. And I got to say that uh, you know, when, when, when you walk in the room, even if it's a board meeting with your dog, I got a smile. I got a smile, too, Stephen. I mean, it's just there's a there's an energy about you that that just brings uh, happiness to me and, and a smile to my face. And and that and that's what it's about. Like we've got we've got work to do. We all have got work to do. But but when it's all said and done it, it, and we hang up the phone, I want to walk away going, man, that Stephen's a great dude. And I do every time. So so thank you for that. And I share that with you as well. I-
0: how do you think that translates to this new endeavor you're taking on as, as chair of the ABA marketplace for the coming year?
2: I'm really excited about this opportunity, right? Like, um, you know, our, our industry continues to rebuild itself. Um, the numbers are all positive. 2022 was great. 2023 looks even better. 2024 is just on the horizon. Um and the opportunity to chair Marketplace is such an honor. And it's, it's really humbling to me, um, but it, I'm ready to like, let's have some enthusiasm, right? Like it's, it's, time to, it's time to get fired up and it's time to be excited about what we do. And we have this gap, like, you know, we see this gap of, of industry veterans that made it to the other side of 2020, 2021. And then there's this gap of folks in an age group that left the industry. And so now this, new generation of, of folks, and I don't just mean like 22 to 25 year olds, I'm talking about this new generation, this entire generation, whether it be 22 to 50 year old that are coming into tourism, we have a responsibility now to welcome them, to get them fired up about the work they do and to show them why group travel is unique and why group travel needs special t- attention. And so I'm taking on that role of uh, enthusiastic cheerleader. Um, I don't have the outfit yet, Stephen. So um, We appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I mean, my goal, my goal is to be so fired up and I'm so excited to go to Nashville again. And I had the honor of when I was president of CIDA, the convention, and the trade show was in Nashville that year as well. So I'm doubling down on my Nashville experience and I can't wait. But I'm I'm honored and humbled. And we're already working with the with the volunteer committees. Um, so those numbers are growing and 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 we're, we're set to
1: go. What do you hope somebody new to the
0: industry will learn at this trade show um, that
1: they won't learn anywhere else? It's not numbers.
2: Numbers are important. But each one of those numbers is a person. And that person is having an experience on your bus at your hotel, at your amusement park, they're having an an experience that is changing who they are, what they want to be when they grow up, who they were when they were growing up. All of these experiences that we provide folks in the travel industry change the lives of those experiencing the meal, those taking the tour. And they're, They're numbers and they're important, yes, but they aren't numbers at the end of the day. There's somebody whose life is being touched by the work that we do. And we have to remember that when it's 11 o'clock at night and you're the only one working the front desk and that group of senior citizens checks in or that group of students checks into the hotel at 11 o'clock. Some of those folks, this is the only time they're going to be away from home all year you need to provide them the opportunity to celebrate that experience even though you're tired at the front desk and even though it's not your fault that they were 15 minutes behind the, going to dinner and didn't get to take their pill right like right or that or that the kid asked you a silly question like does each hotel room have its own bathroom right because they don't know they're not they're not being smart they don't know and so i want people to come away from ABA marketplace, knowing that business is taking place, it's got to be done. But at the end of the day, man, the people that are traveling to see whatever you have to offer, their lives are going to be changed as a result of the work that we do.
1: Tell me about a time when a travel experience changed your life.
2: Um, Well, so many of them, right? So from the student from from as a tour operator as a travel a tour provider you know i i used to take um i coached football in the in the high school in the town i grew up in and i i used to take them every year and we'd fundraise we'd sell candy bars and you know we get whatever and all the kids would get to go i had 40 kids they all went no matter whether they could pay or not and everybody helped each other so we would travel into the state of ohio from pittsburgh It's about a two hour drive. And we go to some school, some college where I had coached somebody that was playing in college, whether it was Youngstown State or Kent State or Ohio University. We would go see one of my former's play on the field. The one year we went to Kent State and we ordered this package where all the kids got a a T-shirt and a hat Well, they were out of hats, right? And so instead of a hat, they got a T-shirt and they gave them a little duffel bag, right? And these were freshmen. These were high school freshmen. So they got a little Kent State duffel bag. And I get on the bus and I've got these 45 duffel bags that we bought and whatever. And I give them to the kids. And I'm like, I got this duffel bag. I throw four of them in the attic, right? Because I don't need a little Kent State duffel bag. And so we take the tour, we watch one of our kids play on the sidelines, we go to dinner the next day, we go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and we come home. A year later, my high school football team is going to Cincinnati to play in a a football game that was televised that a, a former Ohio State quarterback ran, it was called the Kirk Herb Street Classic. And we go to get on the bus, and those freshmen were sophomores now on this team. So we go to get on the bus, and probably 14 to 20 kids had the Kent State duffel bag. What does that tell you, Stephen, about what they have in their homes? That was the only travel bag that they had. They didn't have a suitcase they could pack to go on this trip. But something that I took and threw in my attic, because I had so many options, It was their piece of travel and it was something that they kept and that they were able to use again. We've got to look at every experience like this as a life-changing opportunity. And then about seven years later, I check into the Renaissance in Pittsburgh with my wife. We're on a date, right? Like, because my my parents had the kids, right? Yeah, it's big time. We we're doing downtown Pittsburgh for a whole night. I'll use my Pittsburgh accent. We went downtown. We went downtown Pittsburgh. Um, so we go downtown and we check in to the the Renaissance Hotel. And I'm checking in, and I don't see anything. I go up to the room. My phone the phone rings in the room, and I hear there's a, there's a, a male a male voice on the other end. Uh, Is this Mr. Geisler? Uh, Yes, this is Mr. Geisler. Um, Is this Coach Geisler? And I said, Yes, this is Coach Geisler. Coach Geisler, this is so and so. Can you come down to the front desk? So I walked down to the front desk, and there's my six foot, five inch young man comes out from behind the counter and gives me a huge hug. And he's like, Coach, I couldn't wait to work in the travel industry after our trip to Canton. He was like, I couldn't wait. So here I am. And I, you just don't know, man. Like, it's like, that's the, those are the experiences that you can't write them down. You know, they happen, but until you experience those, Steven, you know, I mean, it's just, they're life changing. They're life changing. And that, and it just keeps, it makes my heart happy. Right. And so why do I want to work and volunteer? Because I want that 27 year old to be 50 someday and be like, do you remember that time when we did this and you did this and we said that and, You know, like that's what it's about, man, because I'm gone. Like we get a limited amount of time here. The only thing that we have to pass on is our knowledge and our heart and our fire and our spirit that gets passed on. So living, living those every day, that's what, that's what it's about.
0: If folks want to learn more about ABA Marketplace or Group Collect, how would they go about doing so?
2: So ABA Marketplace has a, an awesome website, right? Like you can go to American Bus Association. They have an amazing website. Um, the Marketplace, uh, it, it's opening. We've got dates coming out. Keep your eyes open for their emails. They send a lot of emails. They're very good about that. You can drop me a note if you want to learn more about ABA Marketplace, But at groupcollect.com. That's my email. We'll get you volunteering. We'll get you on a committee. We'll get you out in front of people. You'll get to meet tour operators that you didn't have an appointment with, right? Right. You'll get to meet people uh, from across the country, across the world. Um, so uh, g- travel to their website. Um, drop me a note about that. Groupcollect, groupcollect.com. You can drop uh, check out our, our website. You can schedule a demo. But it it's just, it's it was a it was an awesome time to be in this industry, um, to come out of where we uh where we were three years ago and to see its growth. So checking out the websites, American Bus Association and Group Collect. And of course, like I said, bud at groupcollect.com. We're ready to go. We need volunteers, as always. Education Committee, um, Marketplace Advisory Committee is set. But we're ready to work. We've got our first meeting next week on the 11th.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate you. I appreciate our friendship. And uh, thank you for sharing with our audience.
2: I can't wait to see you again, Stephen. It's been too long and we got to see each other a month ago. And that was great. Lots of energy and lots of silliness, man. We always have a good time laughing. And uh, I, um, you never know what's going to happen at the end of a dinner with Stephen, right? Like that's just, it's, it's going to be a good time though.
0: thats I, I've heard that line once or twice. <laughs> once or twice.
2: My man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the work you're doing too.